two. With two fat ninja. Two. With just two. Two. With two fat ninja. Here talking, two fat ninjas, so you'll never catch us walking. Never walking, we be waddling and wobbling. Thanksgiving feast, we be gobble, gobble, gobbling. Gobble, gobble, gobbling with a soda on the side. Doctor hating on me cause my blood sugar's high. But you don't need a doctor to get knowledge put up in you. Welcome to the podcast, Two Fat Ninjas. Hey everybody, it is the Diabetic with the Good Rhetoric, Timothy Suge White in the building. I'm just germ, but we gonna skip all that shit because there is something deliciously and nutritiously in my hand that Tim has given me and my inner fat ninja said, it's time to eat. Tim, what is this that you have put and blessed me with today? We got a hold of some of the legendary cup of noodle breakfast ramen breakfast ramen and we're here to try it for you all it's breakfast ramen it's got that goodness that you want tell them what's in it germ we got that maple syrup we got some pancakes we got some sausage and we got some egg 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 egg. stop ready for it because it's breakfast ramen noodle time okay let's taste it took my damn voice oh i see the steam coming out Mm. I'm going to steam clean your glasses. Shut up. That was good. I'm not a big noodle dude, but I'd eat this. Right, I'm like, I figured it would taste kind of weird, but it's not bad. bad. It ain't bad at all. Where'd you get this from? Uh, Roman gave it to us. Snack Daddy himself. Snack Daddy God Roman. Shout out, Snack Daddy. I bet that man is only happy when his lips. I bet sometimes he fucks his girl, his dick is in her, and he eating ramen at the same time. You think he do that? It's Roman, so I wouldn't. Snack Daddy God, you ever been slapping your noodle and then been eating a noodle? Which noodle go limp first? <laughs> Germ jokes. Honestly, the maple syrup pairs kind of well with the noodles. Like, making them sweet like that is just the perfect amount. I didn't get a whole lot of egg in one, but the sausage tastes good in it, too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit Snack Daddy God up. This is pretty good. Tim, don't eat the damn bowl. I you just scraping. If y'all see how he. This man already done. This man ah. this man just clapped that whole thing. Also, Just Germ is going to start using his adult voice. And this is how I'm going to talk so people can hear me and I don't sound like a little bia bia. I'm going to take a bite real quick. Mm. Y'all want to hear it? <coughs> Shit. Oh, damn. That was a piece of sausage in my throat. Pause. Pause. You had but, all the sausage in your throat? All of it, bro. Crumbly and all. Mm. I'm sorry y'all had an early episode of Just Germ Drinking Water, but man, that almost died. Right? You almost would think we Whoa. need to go to a commercial break. No, it ain't that time yet. Ain't that time? Mm-mm. All right, all right, all right. Well, how you been, Shug? What's been going on for the week, Big Cub? Huh? I've been... It's been a week. I can just say that, like... 
ain't been the best week, but it ain't been the worst. But you know what? I'm persevering. I'm moving on. And, yeah, things are going to be all right. Things are going to be all right. How about you, Jay? Oh, I almost called you JJ. This game, this game, this week has been a very trying week for me. It's made me realize the people there for me, the people not. It's made me realize how people truly feel. And and also made me realize that money does not buy happiness. Money buys opportunity for you to be happy. Because you can be happy in any situation. But you money makes every situation happy. That's right. Ooh. That's a bar right there. It's a bar and not a candy one. But I did get to go to the lake. I've been at the lake a lot. I can't swim. I thought I couldn't swim. I actually actually did pretty well. Shut up, bro. Leave me alone. My throat been doing that all week. I bet that ain't all your throat been doing. I hope you fall and you bounce off your fat ass stomach. And when you go to stand up and land on two feet, you remember that your diabetic ass lost its foot. And then you just fall over again. Well, damn. Yeah, you bitch. But... I've been going to the lake a lot. I got darker. I don't know if you can tell, but, dude, I'm, I got a little low-key too dark. I'm I mean, about to disappear after 830 kind of dark. I ain't trying to do I all know. that. I saw a snap of you floating in the water. I was like, damn, he looked like a log out there. Right. I took a picture standing behind Mary, and mm-hmm. it looks like I'm a ghoul. Like, when you take a picture and you see the ghost only because it's in the camera, uh-huh. that's what it looks like when I'm behind her. That sounds about right. Like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, that's besides that, I've been I've been just living life and dreaming of living it. And living out in the water. These noodles are delicious. Water. I've also been broke as fuck, so these noodles coming in clutch. Man. Shout out to Tim for feeding hungry niggas. Hey, that's all we do. That's all we do around here. Two fat ninjas. I can't be eating if my boy ain't eating. What facts. Unless it's a double cheeseburger, then you can get the fuck on somewhere because we ain't sharing burgers out here. What ruins a burger? What one thing that you add to a burger ruins it for you? Mine is mustard. Mustard on a burger, it just ruins it for me. Really? Mustard or tomatoes. One Mm -hmm. of those two. Yeah, that's right. You do hate the tomatoes. With the diehard passion of a thousand sons. If If, If tomatoes... Had a gender, mm-hmm. I would hope that every time that one would be born, it'd be get aborted. I this is gonna sound weird. It's like I can eat it with it on there, but I prefer it not to be. I'm not a big barbecue sauce on my burger person. Also, I farted. Excuse me. I don't smell it, but I'm not a big barbecue sauce on my burger what? person. I prefer other sauces. Like for me, barbecue sauce goes on things like ribs, hot dogs, hot links, sausages, stuff like that. Like. Everything else, I just don't like putting them on my burgers, truth be told. Like, I will if there's no other condiment, because, I mean, depending on where you go, the burger may be dry, and I ain't about to be sitting there, you know, trying to die eating no dry-ass burger like it's a Popeye's biscuit. Facts. But the, one of the few exceptions of that used to be the Spangles Western Burger. Oh, so just good. Just because of the onion rings on there. And, and so it good. paired well on that, but then they changed their meat, and I just don't care as much yeah, for them anymore. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's the, sour, the sourdough bacon Swiss just ain't Swissing right, man. Mm-mm. But uh, we've got a special little project we worked on this week for you guys. Uh, one of the things we wanted to do, well, hey, we're trying the camera thing here again, so we're going to see how this one turns out. Sha-la-la-la-la-la. But uh, one thing that we wanted to work on here for you is we wanted to talk about anime, specifically disrespectful and just downright dastardly anime moments, just messed up, grimy anime moments. And we each got a list of about five. I got a few honorable mentions I want to put in there with mine, but we're going to go, and I'm going to let Germ start us off. So for my first round pick, I have to go with the first time I truly saw. Wait, wait, wait. Is this your number one most violated moment, or is this 
starting from five? Are we starting from top oh, to bottom or bottom to top? You want me to, to go from bottom to top? Okay, yeah. so I, I I got four of them. So okay. like number four for me is Full Metal Alchemist mm-hmm. when Roy was fighting Envy. Oh, and dog. I mean he just kept lighting her on fire over Bro. and over and over, and she was screaming, Cooking and he didn't her. give a fuck. He was burning her alive, literally. Cooking her. That's how mad that man was. His fingers yeah. were bleeding from all the snapping. And he just, like, that. that's one of those moments that I remember looking. I'm like, I never want to make someone that angry at me. Because he didn't care what was happening around him. Nope. They had to stop him from burning her. They did. Because they're like, damn, hey, chill, blood. Like, it ain't, she, like, she bad. It ain't that bad. You can just. Right. Be done with it. And so that's my number four, Full Metal Alchemist. Also, right. everyone who watches Full Metal Alchemist knows, one, we watch Brotherhood. We don't watch that other abomination. The other one's fine, too. No, it ain't. The other one actually scared me when I was a kid because I woke up in the middle of the night to gluttony trying to eat Scar, and Uh-oh. it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that's bad. And we all know the episode that we do not speak of. That's right. I, uh, I'm i going to do my number five one here. So my number five moment and it seems bad that it's down this low but you'll see why when you get through the rest of my list Madara dogging the entire Shinobi oh alliance. that was my number two that so, was only at number five well let, 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 let me get into it there why specifically it's not even just the fact that this one man showed up and said basically this is like one man fighting the whole U.S. pretty much hand to hand everything but the part that was the worst for me when he dropped the meteor down and these motherfuckers was geeking like they thought they was gonna die old dude almost died trying to get rid of it and they find it like yeah madara you used your best how you gonna stop us and he just was standing there cool calm and collected he looked at him he's like that's cool but what are you gonna do about the second one and i was like what and it was bigger than the first it was bigger and i'm like this man had a bigger meteor just waiting because he just knew they were gonna do it he expected that they would be able to handle a meteor to wipe out a city. He expected they'd be able to handle that and just had another one in waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, what a <laughs> dastardly fiend, man. Yeah, that was, I agree. I had that at my number two. Oh, my shit. number four is uh, the whole uh, few episodes of Kid Boo just murdering anybody he wanted to. Bro. This man killed everybody alive. And wasn't satisfied, so he went to the afterlife and started clapping motherfuckers again, bro. He did. He literally killed Krillin and Yamcha, went to the afterlife, and just beat them up again. You know how much of a menace you gotta be to be like, I know you dead, but fucking run my fade again. I wasn't satisfied. Just showing up in heaven after you've already given someone the smoke, and you're like, nah, it ain't done. Open them lungs back up. Breathe, bitch. And you know he wasn't even going to heaven. After he was like, I, ain't, I don't, I don't need to wait for Judgment Day. My man yep. just showed up. Just showed up. There's people who hadn't even seen him. Like, who the fuck is that dude? And he just dog walking all of them. You imagine just walking down downtown, just walking downtown, and you just see a little child, and you're like, oh, a little kid, and he just clap your ass. Yeah, he just beating up people, and then he sees you, and just because you there by association, not even association, you just there. You just there. You're getting beat up too. Eye contact, you get a fade. So that's my number four because Kid Boo did not play. Kid Boo did not play. Uh, my number four has to be, and it's an Ichigo moment actually. It was the first episode of Bleach where Ichigo's walking down the river and he sees Chad getting attacked by like four, no, like three different people. 
And so he just stops, and they're looking at him. He's looking at them, and he pulls out his phone, and he calls. And he's like, yes, can I get an ambulance down here? And they're like, well, you think you're going to get out of this ass whooping just because he called you an ambulance? And he's like, actually. And then he starts counting. He's like, uh-huh. send three of them. Oh. So he's like, send three ambulances for these. And then he just whooped all three of their asses. Oh, he had it like that? Bro said, like, he called 911 and was dead ass serious. Like, I'm about to hospitalize these three high schoolers. He was ready, wasn't he? And he did it. Just, oh, jeez Louise. That's how about that action Ichigo is. Which, also, I will say, now that Bleach has come back with better graphics, I Bleach, I very much enjoy. I oh, couldn't bro. get past the gra- graphics of it. I just couldn't do it, bro. Bleach is... Thousand Year Blood War arc is goaded. It is it is great. I love it so far. So my number uh, two or three because I forgot to write Kid Boo, so that was number four. Okay, so you so did number have five. three, yeah, number three is Levi versus the Beast Titan. Ooh. I love that dude. Beast Titan thought he was that motherfucker Not until Levi, Levi said, "Hold my trauma." Bro, Levi is just like. You thought Aaron was like yeah, geeking out when it came to killing Titans? Nah, Levi said, and he and he held a very personal grudge to the Beast Titan after that. Like every time he saw this man, he's just like, nah, death, death, and then like mm-hmm. Levi, chill, nah, death, Levi, chill. Every time, like every he, single time, I, I could give you that. And this Levi is an alluding thing to something I might talk about earlier. But when girl females that watch Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. they drool over that man. And oh, yeah. he is the number two toxic person of that anime. Absolutely. Aaron Yeager. So we're going to talk about that later. But go ahead. Go ahead. Bet, bet. My number three, this is a cyberpunk Edge Runners one. Ooh. Adam Smasher anime. is an absolute demon. Bro said, like, so, you know, David gets the upgrades and everything mm-hmm. that were meant for Adam Smasher. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm going to run your fade with your own upgrades. Adam Smasher said, what upgrades? And just murked this man. He said, I don't need that bullshit. I don't even know why they made it. It's like they told bro they was going to upgrade him. And he said, nah, I'm already past that level. And just murked him. Just put him put him down? Just put him I down. That. I remember that. Put the whole crew down. Like, shit, like Be- Becca is my anime waifu. And it's like, shout out Becca. Because he, he took her out with a swiftness. Swiftness. He, he just did them all so dirty. And even in the game, he is just a dirty motherfucker. Like, I hate you, Adam Smasher. You just, mm-mm. You also, go. random side note, if your refrigerator or freezer is full and you don't have enough room to put store your produce and anything or your vegetables or your meat, just come to Tim's basement because he keep this motherfucker ice cold. Ice cold. I feel like if I flick my nipple, it's going to shatter and break. Iceberg Simpson. It's, it's cold. But it's that good cold because it's hot as hell outside. That's right. So, my number, what am I on? Two. My number two. Well, my number two was Madara versus everybody. Fair. Like, my, I put that at number two is because he showed up and was like, all right, multitude of people. Oh, well. And just jumped in demoralizing. Yep. And then when he took the the exploding scroll, what is it actually called? I don't know what it's called. Uh, like the explosive paper the, tag. The explosive tag. And then the, yeah, the bomb tag. I call it bomb tag. Mm-hmm. And he put it on the dude. Paper bomb. And then, yeah, there we go. And he kicked him into the middle. Bro. Bro, that shit had me. He's a demon. I was like, that is, that's just rude. It was a reverse jumping. Like, you would think that you bring like 2,000 people, you'd be able to handle one person, but no. 
Also in that fight, I just want the Tamari fans to know. I think that's the girl with a huge fan, mm-hmm. right? That is the only time that she did something was when she shoe flied Madara away. Yep. She just air dried him and took the sand off. That's Cause, that's it. Because even when she tried to fight Konohamaru, Konohamaru was honestly about to kill her. Yeah, he was. If he hadn't been stopped with using the Rasengan, she was about to die. She was about to take that ass. That little boy was going to catch a body. What's, what's your number two? My number two. So you better, you better not steal my number one with your number two. It's right? a Hunter X Hunter okay. moment. It's Karapika. So when he showed up, because, you know, Karapika mm-hmm. was the dude. He was... Like Sasuke, like shit, like nah, I'm getting revenge from my whole clan, and he went to go kill the spiders, the people who killed his clan. Yep. This man showed up to the fight, start fighting the dude, and then pulled out a shovel, and he's like, "What is that for? Is that your weapon?" He's like, "Nah, this is so I can bury you afterwards." Goaded Bro- moment. Bro said, "Look, I already know I'm about to cook you. You should know I'm about to cook you." But I'm not a I'm not a monster. I will still give you a proper burial. But straight up told him, like, you're not walking away from here at all. Cooked that man. I'm putting you in the dirt and your friends. And he did it. He, he With ease. With ease. But that's because it, it's – I honestly, I like the Karapika arc. But it's like he's kind of useless now for the rest of the series just because it's like his whole thing was with his power. He specifically made it. Only to be able to fight the phantom troops. So mm-hmm. if he used it against anyone else, it wouldn't work. Yep. He would die. So it's just like, but he was OP as hell against one particular type of enemy. <laughs> so it's Imagine. like, I'm with that. But yes, the, the bringing the shovel, and he's a kid at that. So like, again, this kid is just ready to just drop bodies at a moment's notice. But that's my number two. Now my number one moment is the first one I ever saw from a wee lad. I'm going to take us back to the Dragon Ball Z days. Oh, shoot. When Vegeta fought, what's the fat android's name? Oh, Android 19. 19, bro. When Vegeta fought 19, that was purely, purely ego just destroying another man's ego, even though it was an android. Like, all the shit talk could have killed him before, tortured him by ripping his arms off, Bro. Like Vegeta knew he was stronger and wanted to make sure everybody else knew and was fucking that. If that android was a person, we would have had to put him on a suicide watch list. Honestly, I think that's the first and only time Vegeta's actually dog walked somebody like that. Dude, because he's dog usually get, walked. He's usually the one getting dog walked. And now uh, he dog walked uh, Zarbon a second time. Yeah, he did. He did. But it was so funny because that's when Vegeta first went Super Saiyan and it was just like. Well, not the first time, but like the first time we saw it, and then when they went back, and I'm like, bro, really just went into space and cried and turned Super Saiyan. Yeah, he did. Hey, low key, Vegeta got a body count though. He do. Like he got John Wayne all Gacy. of the Ginyu Force. He killed all of them. Like John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy, or my boy John. <laughs> John Morant. <laughs> no, no, John Morant. No, John Wick. John Wick. John Wick, boy. He he been chilling. He ain't really been hearing his name, which is good. Exactly. That's what he need to do. He suspended. 26 games? Yes. Oh, so for those of you, random side note, who don't really follow basketball, so John Morant, say he signs like a $250 million contract. Mm -hmm. He's not guaranteed that. He's only guaranteed like 130 or something like that. Yeah. The others are incentives. Mm -hmm. So one of his incentives is he has to make an all-NBA team, be the best best person. Mm -hmm. Because he suspended those games, he can no longer qualify for the all-NBA selection. So he's automatically out like 30, 40, I think it's 40 million. Automatically gone. He can't touch from his contract because he didn't make an all-NBA selection. 
Yeah, old one eye Watson got guaranteed money that whole time he was suspended. Yep. That's crazy. Yep, it's crazy, dog. Like, it's the way basketball contracts go. How many games are there in? 82. Uh, 82. So he's been suspended for like a fourth of the season. Yep. All right. And that's big, important, because he had to make the playoffs part of his contract. Mm-hmm. If you don't make the playoffs, you lose out on that money. Wow, man. Well, I hope he learns from that. Yeah, I hope you do, too, because, man. All right. It's time for my number one moment here. Tim's number one moment. And it's going to be a couple of moments. It's actually more. It's not even that it's a moment. It's one specific person. One who stands above all for black Air Force activity, who is just an absolute monster and a demon. And he goes by the name. And I say that because we're actually getting another season of the anime. Did you just, what the fuck did you just do? Keep going. We're getting another season here. Coming up this month, Yujiro fucking Hanma. Yujiro Hamna is number one. I 1 million percent agree with that. Yujiro, if a you, million. If you've never watched Baki the Grappler, you watch a season of it, you will understand why. And I'm, I'm going to give you some examples here. So, first thing, Yujiro fought in wars for training. Not because he wanted to be in the or war, like to fight for his country. Not because he got drafted in. This motherfucker went to war so he could work on fighting bare hands did and fighting the best like fighters around and when i say this this man was like raiding bases and camps barehanded no knives no guns nothing motherfuckers shooting at him he's grabbing the guns bending them i'm pretty sure he saw you can an elephant at one point in time oh is a minute like <coughs> but dude <coughs> did all of that just for training went to a rich person's party Cucked the man at the party, so like just went up and start rising up his girl and like talking to her and acting like he wasn't there. Dude gets mad and is like hits her when he gets home and everything. He shows up in the room and pretty much ignores that the dude is even there, even at first. Still, again, rising up his wife in the bedroom, then just grabs him and cracks his neck and is like just puts a baby in her, and he is just. That man where, like, he's like, I want you to have my child. He willed his sperm to impregnate her. Yep. They had sex one time, and that's all it took. Anytime he had sex with anybody, that's all it took was one time. His sperm is that potent. Even his sperm is disrespectful. <laughs> this man, let's see, another one. He went to Muhammad Ali's house. Dude, this one got me. Hit his son in front of him, knocked him across a room into a wall. And Muhammad Ali was so scared, he didn't do shit about it because he Nothing. knew this man will kill us both. Easily. But he like made it seem like a joke. And then even worse, because the whole thing with Yujiro is that he wants his son Baki to fight him. He wants him to get strong enough to beat him. And so like he wants him to do whatever it takes. And so one thing he believes that makes a man stronger is having sex. Which is 1,000% facts. And this man, Baki, about to lose his virginity. And, you know, he's all timid because he actually likes this girl. Not like his dad who's just, you know, huh, pregnant. But <laughs> he's standing there in the room. And he doesn't even live with him. I don't even know how he got there or knows where he lives. But He he's do just, just be walking in people's houses. He do. He just be staying in hotels. It's like, where do you get money? You don't work. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I believe the government just pays for his rooms because they know if they don't, he's just going to fuck everything up. <laughs> they just do it to avert national crises. <laughs> but 
he's standing over his son while he's about to fuck and he's just like yeah come on go all the way baki a girl wants to let you go all the way and you're getting all scared i'm never gonna be a grandpa if you're acting like this like get the fuck out of here dad Ooh, I'm about to ask you a question that's about to piss you off. You ready? Go for it. Because I wait before we do. I do agree. If I would have remembered you zero during this time, I would easily have picked you zero as well. Menace. But here's the question. This, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. For would you for ten thousand dollars coach your son through his first time having sex, or a million dollars to coach your daughter through her first time? Can I choose neither? Now, which one would you pick? I'd probably pick the son. You gotta pick your Bro, boy. I, I can't be watching my daughter. Get Hell no! I don't want to watch my son either. But I'm like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gotta. You just no. coaching them. I, like you can be in that earpiece type. Oh, thing. St- you still not watching still, your kids have sex. That's, still no. That's Chris Hansen shit. We ain't doing that. Still no. The answer still no. I t- I just I can't do it. I can't do it. Bro, I would be in my son's ear giving him all the advice. I'd be like, hey, you know how your dumb ass couldn't spell your name and how that pencil used to shake when you write? Do that with your tongue. This man wilding out here. Oh, everything. I'd be, I'd be, hey, you know when we at the grocery store and you run and jump on that cart and give it a little hum? Pretend like her pussy the cart and just hum it over and over again. Like this, Tim. I'm never sitting in that chair again. (laughs) I forgot we were recording. I right. forgot we had I'm video. leaving that in too. <laughs> but I, I got an honorable mention and one that just kind of goes without saying on here. Honorable mention would be Bandit Keith and Pegasus Duel. Oh, Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith should have really just become a supervillain after that. Bandit Afterward. Keith made it to the Duel Monsters National Championship. And he got to face Pegasus, the creator of Duel Monsters. Yugi mm, Boy. Zesty mofo. Zesty. He disgraced Bandit Keith. He pulled a kid out of the audience who'd only been playing Yu-Gi-Oh for like three months, wrote down a few instructions and handed it to him and said, here's how you beat him in two moves. And he did. And Bandit Keith was demoralized because a child beat him on national television at a game that he was better than supposedly anyone else which by the way bandit Keith is one of those characters when they want you to know he's from america america you know he's from america red white and blue bandana but i've got one one who stands above all one who does not make this list because the list was made to honor him one who cannot be challenged when it comes to disrespect and debauchery who is this Big Daddy Sunshine himself, <laughs> the Lion Sin of Pride, Escanor. Escanor's disrespect is so, like, gentlemanly, though. No, bro. Dude was talking to an archangel who was supposed to be, you know, right underneath God. And because dude was talking to him from higher up, Escanor jumped on a building and said, I'm sorry, I had to do that. It actually disgusts me to talk beneath people who are weaker than me cold-blooded cold-blooded just evil he fought the commandment dude whose commandment was if you show fear in the face of his commandment you will turn to stone and he scared that man so bad he got done in by his own commandment. his own it be your own people he fought esterosa the at the time considered to be brother of meliotis and zeldris who used a full counter on him so his own attack came back at him 
because he could deflect physical attacks. And he's like, oh, no wonder that shit hurt. It was my own attack. Mm-hmm. Like, this man is so cocky that he walked. Because basically, no one's supposed to be able to walk up to him in his presence because of his commandment if they show any kind of hatred. And he's like, why would I hate somebody weaker than me? Just got him, bro. And because he dogged this man, he told him, he's like, hey, don't feel any hatred towards me. I'd hate if you'd be hampered in our fight by your own commandment. Just disrespectful. <laughs> hit this man with the sun. Hit him with the sun again and evaporated a whole lake. And then hit him with a sun again. And when his brother tried to pull him away from it, he couldn't. Dude was hospitalized for a whole season. A whole season got after that. Out. And then you come to find out this dude is actually an archangel and sunshine is his power. Mm -hmm. So he smoked old boy with his own shit. Be your own people, dog. Escanor is a prideful mofo. Like when he got the chance to run the fade with Meliodas finally to show that he was stronger than him. Mm -hmm. Remember when they were fighting in the cube and everything? And he's like, yep. Huh, you thought you were stronger than me? Who decided that? And he tried to cut him and he was like, psh. Is that the best you got? You're pretty strong next to me if you're going after me. But the thing that really gets Escanor is when it's <laughs> high noon because then he is the strongest at that point. He turns into the one. That's just what he calls himself, the one. This is how cocky this man is. And at that point... He don't need a weapon. He don't even use magic. He uses what he calls his divine sword, Escanor. This motherfucker will just chop the air. Chop the air in front of him with his own fingers and cut you. Doesn't even have to touch you actually with it. That's how strong he is. He he beats Zeldris with a poke. He's like divine sword, Escanor. Divine poke. Bro, you just got to go home after that. Like, leave the gym leave and somebody beat you like that. With a poke. Disrespectful ass man. I thought no one could beat Vegeta in Ego, but Escanor, Escanor absolutely can. <laughs> Bro is a menace. But I'm glad you – see, you perfect because you were talking about a cocky man with an ego. And I'm I'm done with Usher, bro. Bro. I'm done us, with him. Let us know. So, if for those of you who haven't paid attention – Usher uh, got caught looking at Kiki Palmer's butt cheeks, and mm. her boyfriend got mad about it, or baby daddy, or whatever they are. So you would think, okay, Same. that's just Usher. So then Usher, on another show, is walking down the aisle and mm. walks up and sees uh, Harlow. Widow, I can never say her first name. Winnie Harlow. And Winnie Harlow is a famous supermodel who has vertiligo. You know, the vertiligo is when your immune system attacks the melanin in your skin, like. Oh, she had the Michael Jackson shit. Yeah, she had the Michael Jackson, or as Uncle Ruckus would say, the black man's savior. I got Ray Vitalago. <laughs> the, the disease that saves the black man. Mm-hmm. But as he's walking up to do something, Winnie Harlow did the best thing that she could have done, and I am officially a supporter of Winnie Harlow. What she do? She got up, she sat in her man's lap and just stared at him. She got upset right in his lap. And I'm like, Usher, go the fuck on. Leave people's women alone. What? It's 7 o'clock on the dot. You should be in the drop top cruising the streets. Leave people's women alone. Let oh. it burn over there. You know, I bet Usher got, do Usher got herpes? Usher got herpes. Yeah, let it burn. Is that why he made let it burn? Maybe. Or is that just coincidence? No, I mean, I guess herpes could end up burning if you you scratching at it too much. Oh. 
But um, burning the body more. No, see, the funny thing about when he was doing the Kiki Palmer thing, some people were like, uh, uh-uh, she better not get herpes from grinding up on him there. I'm like, nah, see, Usher got on leather pants. They ain't gonna transmit through that. Yeah, yeah. There, I'm like, that's, that's why. That. That's why he wear all the leather now. That, that can't jump through that. And like, it's been it's things like that that have made me come to the next topic that uh, Tim and I are about to go in on a little bit. We got some beef with the black community. I'm talking yes. to y'all Negroes. Kobe beef. We got some beef. And so if even if you're not black, pay attention because you can understand this too. I bet some other folks do it, but we just grew up black. Go for it, Germ. Number one, stop sending your motherfucking kids to ask other people questions because you too embarrassed, angry, or whatever it is to talk to that person. Facts. Stop using your children as messengers. Children don't remember shit that they supposed to say to other folks. Nope. And then you're going to yell at the child because the child done said something with the person done said, and it made you piss the hell off. Yep. So I have a rule. Don't send children to ask me a question. Ask me your damn motherfucking self because that shit is toxic. Okay, number two. We have come so far in history. We were slaves and all of the above. I've come so far in my bedroom. I don't even know how to respond with that. But... Black folks, stop eating chitlins. We don't have to do that no more. We can retire that. Rosa sat down for what we could do that. Martin Luther King had a dream so that we could do that. Frederick Douglass somehow only never combed the one part of his fro. That's why it turned gray. All of these things happened in history so that we could stop eating motherfucking chitlins. Put them away, burn them, and we don't need to do it anymore. I'm eating them every year on Thanksgiving. I don't care what you no, say. No, hey, fuck hey, you. friend of mine got something from the Asian Mart one time. They did fried chitlins. Bro. Bro. Number three. Shoot. And finally, I'm a grown-ass man. A grown-ass man, Tim. A grown-ass man. Grown. Stop looking at how many plates I get when I go to a buffet. Stop judging folks because they hungry and trying to eat. Or, or that stupid thing. And when we get over here, you ain't hungry. Why am I not hungry anymore, mama? What? What? Do you not see me? What? Do you, so you going to feed me? Nah, we ain't got nothing at the house to eat. Then if they offering food, why are you telling me not to take it? Pride. That's some dumb pride mm. Negro shit. Think somebody Put it down. About you. Put it the fuck down. So what if they talk? Right. Get, so get the fuck on. Bye. Bye, bitch. Later. Alligator. See, it's funny you said something about the buffet thing there. Actually, during the uh, pandemic, I did not want to go to any buffets because I heard they were still open, but the way they did them is that the people would serve you the food. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not about to do that with the Asian people at the buffet because they'd be already be judgmental of how much food you'd be having on the plate. They don't come up to me plenty of times. They'd be like, you got a lot of food on that plate. They really? Oh, yeah, they were they were serving it there. And I'm like, oh. hell no. They're going to be like, you don't need so much. You just come back next time. Did they say that? Yeah, they say shit like that. They say slick shit all the time, bro. I have well, it makes sense in the culture, but I have never understood that. Well, that's because too, they also don't like people getting a bunch of food at one time on the plate because people will get a shit, shit ton of food and then they waste it. They be like, no, get get this much, come back later. Oh, I can see it that way, but it's still hella rude. And I'm like, nah, you ain't gonna tell me come back later. I'm gonna say you put the fucking crab ragoon on top of the chicken stick thingy. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but you put the crab ragoon on the chicken stick thingy. We should do an episode. and At the buffet? Go, yeah, but go to the buffet uh-huh. and see how long it takes for them to kick us out because we keep getting plates of food and eating it. I'd be down for that. I'd be so down. But we got to do it like in a 
in a rude, not rude, but just an annoying way. Like that first plate, would you get a two French fries? <laughs> just little bits, just little bits micro dosing the, the buffet. Oh, you trying to? We should micro dose buffet. Micro dosing buff. Oh yeah, that's the name of this episode. Micro dosing buffet. Hey, micro dosing buffet. I went to CC's the other day. How was it? Uh, it was it was all right. It wasn't what it used to be. Yeah, and it, its quality is just kind of man. My dad told me Pizza Ranch is actually pretty good. He took the kids last it is, night. It is. Ain't nothing, I never knew how good it could be to be eating pizza and then have fried chicken and mashed potatoes right next to it. Apparently that fried chicken is award winning because it's they good. They dog. use like gravity fryers or something. They're like they use, whatever it is, it's like some sort of fryer that's almost unique to them. And it's just it's clutch. It it's so good. It's that perfect balance. You get that good crunch, but the, mm. the meat still just oh, it's like juicy. Korean. Mm. Oh, um, shit, I forgot what I was about I to forgot. say. I forgot. I was about to say something, and then but we yes. started talking about good food, and I started drooling. Microdose in the buffet. I'm down. It actually reminds me. I was talking to someone about this yesterday. I, I wish I would have did this before they closed, but I always wanted to get as large of a group of black people as I could together and go into tops and bottoms. <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know, and I say this mainly for, like, white people, potentially Hispanics, because y'all might not be aware of this. There used to be some stores around town here in Wichita called Tops and Bottoms. They were all Asian-owned there, and basically they sold urban clothes. And when I say urban clothes, you know back in the day where we would have, like, the Thug SpongeBob, the Thug uh, Bugs Bunny, all that cartoon thug shit, they would have all those shirts, and they would have a lot of urban-looking clothes that you see, like, older black folk wearing or just really color-coordinated outfits. And I bought a lot of clothes there for them because I did like some of them. Not the thug cartoon stuff. I hated that stuff. But That's stupid. They, the other things, like, I would find, like, Tupac shoes that they would have there. Shakurs is what I think they called them. Shakurs. Shakurs. But here's the bad thing. While they – and they would also sell, like, chains and grills and things like that. You know, things geared towards hip-hop and, like, the black community kind of urban-style things. But here's the thing. They were incredibly racist to us. Incredibly. Anytime you go in there, they're following you around. There's one person at the register. There's someone else in the back usually watching the cameras. But then there will be somebody following you around the store. So, like, as you're going around, they act like they're folding things or putting them up. But you look up and you see them staring at you. Every time. All the time. Every single time. And so they would do this. Like, you go in the dressing room. They're standing outside of the dressing room. And don't give a fuck that you see them. And again, this is you're gearing this towards our people. But this is how you act towards us. You want us to buy your stuff, yet you're being offensive to us because you think we're going to steal. And it wasn't just like the like when you see them peek around. It was blatantly. We watch it. Which I get it because me and Kay the same way. Yep. I mean, I don't blame Mid-K, though, because people do be stealing shit from Mid-K. Between the snacks, the bundles, girls want to get their hair done, they don't want to pay for it mm-hmm. and stuff. And because they sell their products very high and expensive, yes, they steal things. I mean, they got a huge wall there of people that are not allowed because they've stolen stuff out of there. If Mid- it was too expensive, you should just grow your own. <laughs> uh, shoot, then last year. Remember, the lady took a shit in the middle of the Mid-K. Which is nasty as hell. Nasty as hell. Hell. Why would you do that? I I just don't get it, and I just don't know, man. I, I, ugh. But yes, they they were they were being dicks. But hey, we are going to do a 
very quick snack break here. Got a little surprise for you when we come back. Germ, take us into the commercial. Time for Germ to drink water. Deep throat. And it sounds like this. Slurp it. Put your mouth on the whole shaft. <laughs> Don't spit it out. <laughs> here we go. And we are back from the snack break here. I have brought my children in to come and talk to us. They wanted to talk to you guys and be on the show. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm AG. She's the middle child. She doesn't exist most of the time. Hi, I'm Angelina. And that is my oldest child. Oh, thank you, my dear. These children refer to me as Uncle Fatty, and I love that nickname. I don't think they actually know my real name. I think they just know me as Uncle Fatty. So we appreciate that. Oh, what's my real name? Tell the people. Talking to the microphone. His real name is. Why she, she, she put it on her fingers? Why she yeah, counting? I don't know why she counting. Why she counting? <laughs> is she trying to count my weight? Is she calling me fat? No. Tim, why you no. teach your children to guess? Hey, real quick. Oh, I, I'm going to save that for one of my questions. All Never right. mind. Oh, you got to introduce I, yourself. I she did. did. Oh. We have Makanochi and Drea in the building. I don't know, but go ahead, Tim. All right, so the first question I'm going to ask you guys here. What would you do if you had four arms? Adrian, you go first. What would you do if you had four arms, Adrian? Talk close to the microphone. Um. Again, there's no wrong answer, so yeah, just no answer answer, answer just how you feel. And if you don't answer, you owe me $10. Mm-hmm. I don't owe you nothing. So if we go shopping, <laughs> if we go shopping, then um, um, if mommy wanted me to pick out stuff, um, then I would just like pick out on my forearm. Mm. She'd use them for shopping, so for good. What about you, Angelina? What would you do if you Maybe. Talk close to the mic, Lena. Um, I will use it. Closer. I'll use my, my forearms for. Uh, um. I don't know, just to like, just taunt Adrian, I guess. Taunt Adrian. Dang, you just going to assault her? She said she going to haunt her sister. You just... You just <laughs> mean. Evil. One would use it for good, one would use them for evil. So here's my question. Look at me and guess. How much do I weigh? How much do you think I weigh? We're not going to be mean. No, be honest. I don't care about me. Or, be honest. Oh. So, uh, Drea, you go first. How much do you think I weigh? Why me? Go. I'm the middle child. Let the Okay, you're right. You're right. The non-existent child does not want to go first. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Get How much do I weigh? And speak up a little bit. 260. Okay. Okay. 260. Okay. What about you? Just speak your heart. How how much do you think I weigh? <laughs> Three okay. I haven't learned to count that high yet. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean you didn't learn to count that high yet? Well, it's like Wait wait, which one of us weigh more? Who you think bigger out of him and I? Yeah, so if you don't know my number, you damn sure don't know his number. They don't know how old I am. They thought I was yeah. 50. 
They thought you were 50? They used to think I was in my 40s. He's 30. Ew, right? He old, huh? You're older than him, right? Nope. <laughs> he's he's 29? Yeah, he's he's 30 next month. <gasps> What's she Don Cheadle before? Like when Kevin Hart... <laughs> when Kevin Hart told Don Cheadle, damn, that's what she just did to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that's a little sad. I'm... <laughs> Cook him, cook him, kids. Y'all leave me alone. I have done nothing to you to deserve As this. you have. You call him by my wrong name. All right, next question, kids. Well, this one is yours to start with, Adrian. Why me? Because you, we're, we're going in reverse order. If you found a genie in a bottle, what would your three questions be? Or what would your three wishes be, rather? Um... I would save them for later. Save them for later? Yeah. That's not a wish. Nah, she's smart. She invests in her wishes. She says she's going to grow up. I wish for. Nah, there you go. Oh, Uh-oh, never mind. My first wish would be for money, and then I'll save the rest for later. That's right, because we got to stack that paper, don't we? <laughs> That's right. right. got to say it like this. You got to say, I stack that paper. Say it. Why? Because it's funny. I'll stack that paper. That's right. I don't know why she has an accent. I don't know where she got that from. She's like, I'll stack that paper. That paper. I don't have an accent. Oh, you got a country drawl. I don't know why. (laughs) So, Makanochi, what would your wishes be? Speak into it. Okay. uh, I'm not the person. Wish one. Have five dogs. Um, You already have four. That's not enough. <laughs> I want to keep Blaine. Um, uh-huh. My second wish is get some Jordans. And my third wish is to go to Seattle. Oh, no. You know, those are actually pretty, like, I, those are respectable wishes. But you like, need I was money just, to go to Seattle. You want to know what my three wishes would be? What? Number one, I wish I could just live in a buffet and never get fat. I could just, no matter what I ate, I'd never pick up weight. Well, too bad. <laughs> wish number two, I'd wish to be rich. And then oh, wish, too bad. And then wish number three, we, we're not allowed to talk about because children are present. So uh, those are my three wishes. Well, too bad. My wishes would be to clear my debt, would be to have the house of my dreams, <laughs> and I would wish that I was only marginally better at you than everything you ever attempt so that you always feel inferior. Just a little. Notice he didn't wish for his left foot back. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't talk about our laughs. <laughs> right, what's your next question, Jay? No, we not walking past that. That sounded like somebody cracked an egg that wasn't that that had a life. <laughs> like that's what I imagine an egg would sound like if it screamed as you cooked it. It says you sound like the brokest bottle of Windex. <laughs> We just had a very slight technical difficulty. Adrian sat down on the keyboard and started the whole podcast over. I didn't. Yes, you did. I didn't. Yes, you did. I didn't. Yes, you did. They're lying. Nope. They rude. <laughs> we, got you, we got you on camera. Yeah, doing. we got you on 4K, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caught in 4K. In 4K. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what's Yo, your question dude. for him? My next question? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you were in charge of this house... For one week, what rule would you either get rid of or what rule would you make? Okay, that's easy. My rules to get rid of is that 
we would have no bedtime uh-huh. when it's school night. Preach. Talk your talk. And the rule that I would add uh-huh. is that we could have all our parents' money. Oh, yeah. So no <laughs> sleep. And we got that done, Raymond. It's always money with you. Yeah. She about to, you about to, what, what we getting? We stacking what? We stack that paper, don't we? Yeah, we stack that paper. We stack that paper. What about you? What rule would you get rid of or add if you were in charge of your house? So start with what rule would you get rid of? Come to the mic, Michael. Okay. The rule I'll get rid of is um, the rule that I get rid of is you don't have to ask the parents to use stuff. Just do it when you feel like it. Mm-hmm. You you want that, huh? What rule would you make? What rule would you add? I would add is um that um all the uh all the um all the adults what the rule I add out is um no matter where you are just keep the lights on. What? Oh you don't like I the dark? No, I I like I like the dark, it's just that I like to raise the location. This child said, <laughs> let me let me recap for y'all who have been thinking about not pulling out. Let me let me tell y'all what she just said. She just said, and I quote, that I would leave <laughs> I would leave all the lights on in the house. Sorry, Tim looking at me before I said I would leave all the lights on in the house. Not because she's afraid of the dark. But just so she can raise the electricity bill, so they have to pay for it. That is evil menace energy. Y'all just lost a question for that. I'm taking it down to three. No. <laughs> no. All right. My next question: If you had a store, what would you sell in it? What would you sell in your store? You know what you would sell. What would you sell? Go for it. Anime autographs. Oh, that's actually pretty good. She would sell anime autographs. That's a, that's a pretty good one. Right? People would buy that. that. He would. You would charge a lot for it. I feel like that's a lucrative business no one's tapped into. Like, if the person who voiced Goku, San Goku, what's Goku's last name? Goku. Kakarot. Does that whole family not have a last name? I mean, Son, technically Goku is the second name. Son is the, I don't know. I don't, I don't either. But she would sell, they should, they should do that. They should do that. Mm. What about you, Drea? <clears throat> she is staring at this window thinking like they about to fight. <laughs> what would you sell? You think about it. We'll come back to you. Because I know what I would sell in my store. I would sell chicken tenders and, and uh, bacon <laughs> cheese fries. But I would do it all from different well, cultures around the world. Chili cheese, fries, chili cheese fries or chili cheese disgusting. I would sell TVs. TVs? What kind of TVs? Oh, um, like different kind of TVs? Like, like different. expensive TVs? You should sell a TV that also cooks your food and tells you you're pretty. Yeah, so you could have one. Why you got to come at me like that? My last question, <laughs> my last question is is this one right here. Who do you think wins in a fight, me or Tim? Tim. 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 Tim
if we and Tim, if me and Tim threw hands right now, like we start throwing bows, getting busy, well, who would who would win? Getting sturdy. Dad. Who, I'm sorry, Clifford, but you would lose. Dang, Nate. Dang, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think would win, Drew? Ah. Uh. Man, yeah, right. I beat his ass. He ain't gonna. Oh, my bad for cussing. Oh, don't don't be smirking over there. I beat the shit out of Tim. I mean, the stuff out of Tim. I'm sorry. Language. Don't forget. Don't forget. You always be Robin. And apparently, I'm number one now. Yeah, that's true. Plus, you did like come to my shout out to Tim for knowing that I'm poor, struggling, and not able to make ends meet or barely feed myself. But he still came and picked me up to bring me to his house to do this podcast. So shout out to Tim for that. You wasn't getting away from that. I was a shout out. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. That's those investments that I appreciate. Time for the last question. All right. So. But. If you don't give me this. Okay. If you had to rename the color blue, what would you call it? It doesn't have to be a pre-existing color name. Just any, what would you call it? Any name you blue? want to. Anything you want to call it. Give me that back. No, don't hand him that yet. I just want to look at it. Oh, I can't look at it yet? That's for a secret later? Yeah. Okay, what would you rename the color blue? Go. Focus. Think of the first thing that comes to your mind and say it. Three, two, one, go. The blue. The blue? The blue. You ain't allowed to have kids because I can already tell what kind of names you're going to give them. The blue? This is the blue Robinson. Who is that? That's my son, Ray Red. Who is that? La Purple. <laughs> La Purple. What about you, Adrian? One, two, three, go. Say it. One, two, three, go. Go. Bro, why do kids do that? They do that at school, too. They just stare at you. I'm going to sit on the keyboard again. You're about to do it again. You're about to do it again. <laughs> what would you rename it? You can pick any name you want to. If you don't pick one, I'm going to pick one in five, four, three, two, one, go. I'd name it O'Shaughnessy. What does O'Shaughnessy mean? You don't know Professor, uh, Principal O'Shaughnessy? No. Oh, O'Shaughnessy? Hennessy? No. no. Okay, never mind. They're too young to understand that reference. Sorry, Jordan Peele. I would name it Black. You would name it Black? Yeah. Why would you turn blue black? <laughs> because it can be dark blue. Dark blue is already dark blue. Dark blue is dark blue. <laughs> she said I would change the color blue to black because then it would yeah, be dark it's blue. I guess. You know, I want to question it, but I honestly don't know if that's the truth. Do you just add black to blue to get dark blue? Yes. Yes. And white and blue. No offense, children, but about five years ago, y'all didn't even know how to spell black and blue. So I'm not about to. I'm, I'm gonna have to Google this. B-L-U-E-B-L-A-C-K I said five years ago Exactly Alright children, thank you very much for coming in on the show Any last words? Any, yeah. You want to say something to the people? No Say something to the fans no. I ain't leaving Everybody say bye Uncle Fatty Hola This is why children Again if you need a reason to do what I said earlier that I can't say again because Tim looked at me very angrily. Daddy, I want the dogs. Nope, leave.
Yeah, make my make. Never mind, I can't say that. Ooh, that was almost bad. Same job, Turkish. That's how I knew I grew. That's how I know I've grown up, bro. I almost said something that you would have you would have fought me for for saying in front of children. Man, I'll wait till they leave and then I'll tell you what I said. Shut the. Adrian, go. Say what you're gonna say and go. Ugh. I'm I'll, glad we did that. I'll be come back on the show soon. Oh, you gonna come back? <laughs> you gonna come back through? Yeah. Okay, bet. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, friends. Oh, also, Adrian is rocking the cleanest pair of Air Forces. Bro, though. we told her that today. They are so white. Yeah, look at these. They yeah. are almost blind in. Hey, take care of them, though. You can't wear them around the house because then they mess up. Go take them you off. Creased you creased them. Yeah. It's your first day wearing them, and you creased them. Yeah, go put them up. So Get out of here. So don't crease them. Out of here. Oh, my God. Get them out. I can't look at it no more. Yeah, you got to go. Oh. Go take them off and put them in your box. Oh. My weakness, crease shoes. How did you know? Close the door. All right. Get out of here. All right. Tim stopped me from my snack, so what's the snack you got? Germ. I have something I've been wanting to ask you for a long, long time, my friend. Will you suck on my chocolate salty balls? With pleasure. Hand stick, my, here. stick my balls in your mouth, man. I'm gonna do it. Go for it. Oh, I gotta feel. For, I gotta get a good feel for them first, though. All right. Let me see. Let me see. I like the texture so far. It's, it's not bad. Not bad. A little pale, but I expect that because I don't think it'll why be you shake, sun. Why are you shaking your hand like the dudes in the army do with the skittles? They just be like, "Corporal," and you just hear. I get skittle. in trouble for that at school too. Really? Because I walk around shaking the skittles when I'm eating them, mm-hmm. so the kids start shaking skittles and stuff when they eat them, and the teachers get mad at me. Damn. Tastes like cereal. I was just about to say this need a bowl of milk and this is a dynasty. It's Mine literally like a fresh. like a kicks. So for anyone watching, these are hers, not to be confused with the singer. H E R R S. But um dipping dots cookies and cream artificially flavored snack balls. They're kind of dry. I don't recommend to be honest with you. That was dry. This is a, this is a kid snack. I actually oh. crumbled these up and put them in some pancakes for them yesterday, and they liked them, but oh. these are very dry. Oh. I'm good on never eating them again in my life. Ten for ten, I pass. Yeah. Unless you go and crunch them up. Also, I saw on TikTok. I saw. I'm not with puberty. Bro. Uh, that's what happened when you're depressed in 30. Uh, I saw on TikTok, we take muffin mix and use that as pancakes because you get way more flavors. I never thought of that. I didn't think of that. So now Genius. that's going to be your family experiment to use muffin mix to make pancakes and see if they like them or not. I'm going to do that. But uh, I got a few things. We're getting close to the end here. And I got a few things I want to um, say. Still. I got, I'm going to tell a story about my uh, at the end. So Bet. go ahead. You go ahead. First off. This is, segment is called Let Tim Cook. You may be old, but are you Bonnie was pregnant in Family Guy old? Is she still pregnant? No, she had that baby like 10 years ago now. She had the baby for real? She had the baby. Like for those of y'all who stopped keeping up with Family Guy, she eventually did actually have the child. And it's been 10 years, like almost to the dot, 10 years. Like in real life or just in the show? No, just in the show. So she's finally not pregnant in the show anymore. That's weird. I also learned recently because I found myself wondering, you know, what exactly is kosher? meat and kosher things mm-hmm. and i found out that a lot of the kosher stuff it has to do with especially with meat the way that you prepare it 
like you don't mix it with dairy yeah, or like anything kill like animal that. Stuff. Yeah, you don't like let the meat and dairy mix it all together in any kind of way. You don't use any instruments you would use for the other or for preparing the other dish or food for that. So like that I mean I'm not explaining it a hundred percent correct as it should be, but that's kind of the gist of it there. You it's a separation of curd and steak. I will say that there's the meat regular people eat, there's kosher, but halal meat, bro. I eat that he, he didn't even laugh at my joke, y'all. I mean it required it to be funny. But Damn. halal meat bro did you hear what I said though? You said, well, say it again. A say it separation again. of curd and steak. Like church and state? Yeah. If you don't take your dad <laughs> joke out. I just wanted you to acknowledge it, but tell me about halal meat. The best halal, the best cut of meat I've ever had was halal filet mignon, bro. Because they just, they just prep it. They prep the, they cut it, bleed it, and prep it different. That's the other thing. They, they, they bleed it. Like, they take out all the blood. You're not supposed to consume the blood. And so, like, I would very much recommend, if you get a chance to go to a completely halal restaurant, you should mm-hmm. do it. It's, the the meat just tastes better. Hole in the wall restaurant. Got it. Yep. All right. <laughs> I got one more question, though, for you, and I'll let you tell your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. If poison expires, does that make it more poisonous or less poisonous? I, I promise we're going to put cameras in your house so we can see what the fuck you be doing <laughs> when you think of these things. I just, that's a good question. I don't know how to I, answer that. I don't um, know if it's better or worse more, at that point. It makes it more poisonous. It that, has to. You would think that, but it's like, what if it just makes it less potent? Then that's just bad to worse. But, like, how would it make it less potent if it's poison already? Just, like, before it would kill you, but now it just might hospitalize you. All because it expired? All because it expired. Or does it expire? <laughs> I don't know. You're on my mind right now, dog. I can't handle these questions. Hey, I blow your mind any day, but your dick, hell no. Facts. I mean, I just put your balls in my mouth. Yes, you did. It was dry as hell. Dry as hell. Mm-hmm. Also, one last random fact. Did you know in cars, and this is for anyone who has to rent cars or drive other cars at times, did you know that the gas, when you look at the gas tank, the arrow on the little area tells you which side the gas tank actually is I did is on? know that. I did. I did know I that. Found that out recently. I had no idea. Like I'm used to them always being on the left for me, but every now and again you get in a car and it's on the right. Especially like when you borrow somebody's truck. But I'm like, I never knew that that arrow was pointing at where it was all the time. Hey, who you smashing first? The girl, the sister, the older sister from Lilo and Stitch, or the chick from the Road to El Dorado? That's a trick question because El Dorado girl, I'm pretty sure she underage. No, she not. not Bro, that girl's 16. Not in the show. Bro, not in the movie. She's 16. Oh. Yeah, that, that's a trap. Hell no. Also, real quick, I'm a, this is for the anime community. Not it's an thing, unspoken though. rule of anime community. All anime, the most of the chicks are schoolgirl chicks. Yep. Tell them. It's, it's just the culture of where the anime is. Yep. Because America's well, actually one of the few countries that the age is 18. Most countries, it's like 16, 15, and in that area. And you can marry your cousin in Japan. Facts. Wow. But facts. So, like, stop frowning on folks because you're the minority in those situations. Just just so you know. Right. That being said, don't go out here and try to start fucking some 16-year-old girl and be like, well, the power of anime was on my side when I saw her at that cheerleader. No, that's you going to jail. 
Bro, people really do be thirst trapping on the internet for animated 16-year-olds, and it is kind of weird. It's weird. It's, it's really weird. Like, the amount of people thirst trapping on Spider-Gwen, and it's like, bro, she ain't even 18. Mm-mm. Like, stop. Nope, not even a little bit. I, I feel that. Man. Well, so, this past weekend, one of my buddies invited me out to a bar on the south side that I've never been to. His name is Brandon. Shout out, Brandon. B. Reed. And while sitting there, we ran into this really old white. You man. ain't ran into shit, boy. Shut the. Why I gotta be boy? Hello, boy. Sixteen ninety five talking that. <laughs> but one, I was the youngest person in this bar. Really, it was a very older crowd, and I was like, "Ooh, this might be wild," because we were the only black people there, me and Brandon. No. But it actually turned out to be a good time. One, old white women that party. That is the wildest thing I've ever seen on each other grinding yep. kissing yep. karaoke singing mm-hmm. drinking somebody was trying to go ask people who wanted a blunt in the place to come out and smoke with them like it was wild mm-hmm. but then there's this dude sitting next to us and there's always this two drunk white man so this part of two. my speech is called a hella drunk white man that's hella way too comfortable to say man. things these are the quotes he had the first one he said hey Y'all brothers ain't been in here before, but I appreciate y'all coming in here. And, you know, I, I can relate to y'all. I grew up at 21st and Pyatt. Tim, why is that his way of saying this is how I relate to you? Hey, 21st and Pyatt ain't That's rough. Yet, but <laughs> still, <laughs> That's right. rough. He's like, I'm from the hood, too. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, he did. And then he was trying to tell me not to try to sleep with the woman that I wasn't trying to sleep with. He just, I spoke. And he goes, hey. Don't fuck that bitch. You can get way prettier bitches, and you don't even need teeth like me. Look, this is what I do to bitches. And he showed his mouth. Uh-uh. That was number two. And then the drinks. We were, he was trying to buy us shots. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let me come buy shots. What y'all want? Oh, I got it. Hey, give me three shots of Hennessy. And so, <laughs> and so the lady looks at him and goes, we don't carry that here. We've never had to. Makes sense because y'all don't mm-hmm. get blunt, right? Which also I will always say, Vietnamese people drink way more Henny than they black people. They sure do. They it, it's their drink. Mo. It is not ours. It is not ours. We simply borrowed it. Black functions, we got one, two bottles of Henny Max. Asian functions, they have a whole crate of it. Yep. I went to a random graduation party and a drunk Asian man walked up on me with Hennessy and told me to take a shot, you little They bitch. have the giant bottles. Yeah, they do. And so when they didn't have the Hennessy, though, he looks and goes... I'm so sorry we can't we can't supply y'all with no drink here. Like we can't drink nothing else. But also remember, this isn't like a racist ass white dude. This is mm-hmm. a I'm drunk and like trying to crack jokes to be funny. Yeah. And so like when we were correcting him, he was like, "Sorry, I'll take that one out." So it was it was pretty cool. But then he goes, "Give me three watermelon shots. They'll like those instead." This mother this motherfucker had us three whole ass watermelon shots. I'm pissed for two reasons. One. Which makes you think, yo, my bitch ass is going to enjoy this watermelon shot like that. Two, that watermelon shot was fucking delicious. That was the be- I had never had a watermelon shot, and it was fucking delicious. And three, why the fuck didn't you start with that over some Hennessy? Over some Hennessy. But then he kind of fucked up. How'd he do it? He told Brandon, he's like, you know, I feel like right now I'm blacker than you. And we what? were getting mad and upset, and then no, after no, he no, leaves. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Elaborate that, B. Lou. What did he mean by that? Because he tried to get up and twerk. And you ever see old people catch a hitch in their back, and they're trying to move and just stuck in place? Mm-hmm. He called that twerking. 
Oh, and Lord. so when Brandon was like, that ain't how you do it, he was like, so uh, I got it blacker than you. But then he leaves, and the lady comes up, and she's talking to her. She's like, oh, hey, you guys you know, you guys actually held a conversation with him. He was pretty cool and dope. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have no problem with him until he said that. Then he apologized immediately and finished. And she was like, yeah, that's the owner of the bar. So oh. he was just literally <laughs> happy that black people came in his bar because that's not a thing. Which was super cool. It was a great time until there's always some white dude that walk up to you and is like, oh, yeah, these are my tattoos. And he has a Confederate flag tattoo. Yep. And then tries to spend the next 10 minutes defending his tattoo. Oh, that yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't. What the fuck I care? You ain't about to be in my life. Bro, do you remember when we went out bar golfing and we went to it was actually Heroes last night being open and they had a bouncer and the bouncer had two pins, a juggalo pin. And a Confederate flag, and I knew very instantly that I did not want to mess with this man. And my stance on the Confederate flag, I don't care what reason you wear it for, mm. that flag represents Racism. a culture of people that said these black people should stay down and stay slaves. Absolutely. Which I still think, and this is my wild take, and I'm a, I promise I'm going to shut up, but like, slavery was just unpaid, right? Yeah. What's the NBA, bro? Pay it's the same league. thing, except you making three hundred million dollars. I mean, hell, the NBA, the NFL draft last year, they were literally bringing them out to their owners on boats in the water. Yeah, like, like the only difference between slavery and the NBA now is we get paid a lot more. Exactly. Which I, I think that that should have been. The, what if that was the platform back in the day? Not what, can we be free? Can we get paid? That'd be a whole different narrative. Be a whole different it? thing. Because I mean, you should get paid for your work, but they're like, I'm feeding you and sheltering you, aren't I? It's like define shelter and define feeding. Define. Because you know what they ate back there? What? Fucking chitlins. Oh my so God, we need to put these again. chitlins to rest. Rosa to sat, Martin dreamed, and Frederick forgot to comb. I'm going to put you to rest. So that we can not eat chitlins. And that is my that is my germ moment. I'm with that. So we're going to close out here real quick with anime recommendations of the week. Ooh. I got one here for y'all. It's a, one of those ridiculous ones, but I had to, I had to look it up because... It's just ridiculous enough. I had to see what it's about, but it's called Reborn as a Vending Machine. Yes. So now I wander it's so the dungeon. Good. Literally, dude just gets taken out and reincarnates instantly, and he's a fucking vending machine in this new world. And he's like, what? I'm a vending machine? Oh, that's so awesome. I love vending machines. Everyone who knows me, that's like the first thing that I love. And I'm like, well, you're a little fucking weirdo, aren't you? Yeah, it he was wild. Bro is geeking over vending machines. And I'm like, I mean, I'm fat and I like the food inside. I don't give a damn about the machine. I just want the snacks. My, oh, go ahead. My oh, you know, you go ahead. My anime recommendation is from Left Field. You probably wouldn't even expect me to watch it, but it's called Why Ray Liana Ended Up at the Duke's House. I've been trying to branch out mm-hmm. of my anime zone. And, no, this shit juicy. Ray Liana don't give a fuck. Hey, you know, I wouldn't, uh, unex- I wouldn't be finding it unexpected to see you watching things out of left field considering that's where one of your eyes is always stuck damn i walked right into that didn't mm-hmm. I? I i bet you didn't walk though huh i sure didn't <laughs> but damn, t- 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 tell us a little bit what it's about give us a so it's, it's a it's a it's a reborn anime because you know that's what we in right now isekai is that what that's, that what that's called mm-hmm. isekai okay it's an isekai anime because that's the genre we in but she's reborn into a novel fairy tale mm-hmm. and uh she can't let that part of the novel happen like she has to, in the novel, she's supposed to die. And she's like, Mitch, I ain't dying. So she's been trying to undo her death in the novel now that she's been reborn as this isekai. 
It's pretty. It's pretty. It's just, it's one of those ones you can sit down and watch with your girl. Honestly, your girl will be into it more than you will. That sounds like, interesting. It's, it's pretty good. Almost like a mystery thriller. It's pretty good. I was, I watched the first few episodes with Mary, and then I saw Mary was deep deep into it, and I she been drilling through it. You you, you just see, setting this up here for me, and I'm trying not to grab this low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. but like you just left it in front of me, like. You you already took the uh, the not the skin the peel off the fruit. What did I leave? You just like you just like oh yeah, Mary was deep deep into it. And she, like she just been drilling through it there, and I'm just over oh, here yeah, like don't do it. Fruit. We don't be do better it. than that. We There's a comedy level we have to hit. Although the low hanging fruit is all I'll be able to reach here soon once my knee gets cut off. <laughs> your knee down. Yeah, they gotta go higher. Your diabetes got your diabetes mutating. They got it. They gotta take it from the joint. Hold on, let me let me record his restless leg syndrome so we can play it at his funeral. Like, Shut the up. First, the first sign of trouble. <laughs> I hate you. But my name is Just Jerm. My name is Tim. And we are two, two fat ninjas. Thank y'all for listening. Keep the chicken glistening and keep the Chris Kringle christening. I, I was going to say something. The it Chris was going to sound Kringle really gay. Christening. It was going to sound homosexual, so I had to change the word up. Keep the listful listening, man. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. Oh, I like that one. All right, catch y'all later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.